So some episodes of Your Birth God's Way are a little more challenging than others. Some push you a little harder than others. And this is going to be one of the ones that is a little tough. So fair warning as you dive in. Sometimes with all the technology that's available and all the testing and all the screening that we have now in maternity care, we as mamas start to think that knowing all this stuff means that everything is going to be okay. We really want to hang on to that because no mama wants to think about losing a baby, either during pregnancy or after. We're all terrified of it on some level, but I need you to know that security that we all want to feel, it's just an illusion. I know that hurts to hear, but don't lose hope. I want to talk to you about how to walk this road of the unknown without fear. Are you a Christian woman yearning for a beautiful, joyful pregnancy and birth with a focus on God, not medical tests? Are you worried the birth you want isn't possible and you're tired of being treated like an accident waiting to happen? Hey mama, I'm Lori, host of Your Birth, God's Way. I'm a certified nurse midwife now, but I wasn't always. After working for nearly 20 years in the broken maternity system, I too was in your shoes wondering how I could have the birth I wanted and that I felt God meant for me to have. I found a secret that has actually been known since the beginning of time. God's way is the best way. Spoiler alert, God made us and our babies and he knows us best. He designed us perfectly for pregnancy, birth, and nourishing our babies after birth if we work with his design and not against it. In this podcast, you'll learn how to be healthy and have joy during this time of life that will be over before you know it. So if you're ready to reclaim your birth and your babies for his glory, go turn on a few episodes of Bluey for that little one on your hip so you can put the focus back on you for a few minutes with me. So as I mentioned, this episode is going to cause some deep thought and soul searching. It's also going to prompt some thoughts that you really probably don't want to think. I know, and I get it because I've been in your shoes. I have a survey at the bottom of the show notes for every show, and a lot of you have gone and filled that out for me. It's great because it helps me to know what you need from me so that I can make episodes that address what's on your mind. I can hear your hearts and record episodes that will help you with where you are. But it breaks my heart that there is so much fear in your minds and so much fear in your hearts. And one I read today comes from a mama who says that she is afraid that something will go wrong in pregnancy and she won't know it. And my heart just sunk when I read this. And it hurts because I know that fear is so real. And I'm going to be honest, it makes me very angry sometimes because I would say that somewhere around maybe 90% of the fear that you feel, the fear that I see in my inbox and in these survey responses, that fear is a direct result of the medicalization of what is a normal, beautiful process. Whether it be the constant routine testing that most of you don't even need to the worries about things like VBACs. When you had an unnecessary cesarean section performed on you, and now you've got this laundry list of things to think about and worry about that you just shouldn't have. I hate it all. And honestly, the good part of it is that it does for me exactly what I want this podcast to do for you. 
it makes me long for God and for his way even more. But you know that my goal with this podcast is to draw you nearer to God through the process of pregnancy, birth, and motherhood that follows those pregnancies and births. So I want to talk about this with you a little bit. I'm aware that there are likely many mamas under the sound of my voice who have sadly lost a baby. I know that that pain is real and it is deep and in no way is what I'm saying in this episode meant to discount your pain. Please understand that I do not want to cause any additional pain, but we've got to deal with a life truth that is just hard. Mama, listen to me. There are no guarantees, period. There are some things you can do in your life and in your pregnancy that will greatly improve the likelihood that you will have a healthy outcome. There are some things you can do that will increase the chances that you will have a beautiful natural birth where things go just like you hope they would. There are some things that you can do that will increase the chances that your children will be healthy and strong with vibrant minds and healthy bodies that function exactly the way God designed them to do. But we live in a fallen world and there are no guarantees. We can stress, we can worry, we can fret, we can overanalyze every aspect of everything. And there are still no guarantees. We can do everything right. And there are still no guarantees. If you have lost a baby before, you're probably stressing and worrying and fretting and overanalyzing even more than the mama who hasn't suffered a loss like you. I know that. And yet, there's still is no guarantee. If you're not focused and you're not careful, the truths I just went through will leave you in a hopeless pit of worry and despair. But you know that's not where I'm going to leave you. You know I'm not here to cause you more fear and more worry. No, I'm here to bring you peace and joy. So this is not where we're stopping today. We got a lot to go through. So let's keep going and talk about how we can grasp that peace and joy because there is one guarantee that is for certain and it is the center of all that matters. Psalm 61 verse 2 reads, From the end of the earth I will cry to you when my heart is overwhelmed. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Our maternity care system will leave you feeling overwhelmed from fear and worry and fret and doubt. The unknown is so scary. You want to protect your babies with all you have. And mama, that is normal. God put that instinct in you. And yet, he pleads with you to look for his comfort and his grace. He pleads with you to do what we read about in Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. Those verses read, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, 
all of them, in all your ways. Acknowledge him and he shall, not might, not if he feels like it. He shall direct your paths. When you trust in him with all of your heart and you don't try to figure it out yourself, not your own understanding, but you acknowledge him in this whole process, he shall direct your paths. I realize how impossible it may seem to you to be able to do this. Your human side wants to be in control and to ensure that your baby lives and does well, and I get that. But hear me when I say there is not one thing you can do to add one minute to your life or your baby's life. Consider what we read about in the sixth chapter of Matthew. Let's start in verse 25. Therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Which of you by worrying can add one cubit to his stature? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which is today and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore, do not worry, saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For after all these things, the Gentiles seek for your heavenly father knows that you need all these things. Verse 33, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. We see that there is nothing beyond the purview of God in this passage. He is tending to it all, even the things that can't tend to themselves. The birds of the air, the lilies of the field, they can't get up and go get a test to make sure they're going to be pretty and have a nice flower on top tomorrow or that they're going to have feathers when they're born babies with little fuzzy Uh, downy coats, for lack of a better term. They can't do anything about that. They can't go get testing to figure it all out and to feel better about themselves. They don't. But God takes care of them anyway, even without any fancy technology. Mama, your baby has been formed from the beginning of its being by God. When your cell And your husband's cell came together in that moment of love that you shared. 
that's the moment that God showed up in your baby's life from the very beginning. He knows well your heart and how badly that you want that baby to be okay. I can't explain why some babies don't live. Yes, some things I can tell you that may have contributed to different situations, but there is nothing outside the reach of God to save. So even in those situations where it seems that there was something that caused a death, there's no way to explain why it happened or why another one didn't happen. So I can't tell you why it is that some mamas have to go through the hurt of losing a baby, except that I can tell you that scripture teaches us that this life here on earth is temporary and that we are to long for an eternal home with God. It is up to him to decide how he will draw our hearts to him. He decides when our heartbeat begins in our mother's womb and he decides when it ends, whether it be in our mother's womb or maybe a hundred years later. We are his And his will will be done. There are reasons working beyond our understanding that orchestrate the things that happened in this world. As that old song says, we will understand it better by and by. But we may never understand it here. There is no test, no technology, and no screening that is a guarantee. I've had questions upon questions about what does this mean or what does that mean or what does this result say? What can I take to prevent this or that? What tests can show if this or that will happen? And while I'm happy to help you, I need you to understand that while technology can provide some guidance, sometimes it's really misguidance. We have to realize that this knowing of things is really an illusion. We can think we're safe from one thing or another based on some test result, but there are no guarantees. There are false positives, false negatives, and just flat out failures of technology. Here's another thing to think about when it comes to all this testing and all this technology. We lose the joy and hope of pregnancy When we wait to hear back from test A, B, or C before we can relax and stop thinking of our baby as a what if or we're having a baby if everything goes well. There is a joy of the unknown and the the wonder of knowing you have a baby coming. And when you are so caught up in worrying about what's going to happen if... It doesn't go exactly to plan. You lose that joy. You are a mother right now in your pregnancy. You are feeding and raising that baby right now. Please don't wait for a test to tell you that it's okay to be attached and to love that baby. Because here's the rub. Whether or not you decide to enjoy your pregnancy and to embrace it because you want to make sure this or that isn't going to happen, if, God forbid, you lose that baby, it's still going to hurt. 
giving up your joy right now and hanging on to the what ifs, it's not going to take that pain away. And since there are no guarantees and you just can't know, I recommend you start embracing and enjoying now. The moment right now. Love the wiggles. Love the kicks. Celebrate them. Stop looking to test for assurance that your baby's okay. And instead, embrace that instinct and that sixth sense that we have, that intuition that we have, that he put in you and in me as mothers. That instinct that we have to nourish and take care of our baby. That instinct we have to know if something isn't quite right. Rely on that. Look to his sources. Look to his way of feeding our bodies and our babies. His way of leaning on him for guidance. Not man's so-called wisdom. That is where the peace and joy lies. No test or technology can give you the peace that you'll have if you put your faith in him and know that the creator of the entire world, the entire universe, is currently sewing each cell of your baby together moment by moment. And there isn't one single second that he hasn't been there with your baby and that he isn't aware of you and your baby. No worrying can add a minute or take away a minute from either of your lives. So don't spend your precious moments that you do have right now in worry and miss out on the beautiful gift that he's given you for today. You know, sometimes I start to worry about what I would do if I lost my family. My husband works away from home several days a week, and about half of those weeks when he leaves, he takes my kids with him so that they can go visit his folks. And every time they pull away, my entire world is in one truck. And every morning when they leave, I pray that God will protect them and keep them safe. But some mornings when they leave, I pray through tears because I just can't bear the thought of something happening to them, especially all at once. I wonder how I could go on and function if something did happen. But then I consider Job. Job endured loss upon loss and was essentially destitute. He lost all of his kids and all of his wealth at once. He was left with a wife who told him to curse God and die and some friends who weren't really good friends at all. Job was a better person than I will ever be, and yet the devil took all he had. Yet Job never lost his faith in God. He leaned on God in those most helpless and hopeless of times. When I worry about things over and over, these things over which I have no control, though I can't help but think about them sometimes, I am human. 
I try really hard to remind myself that Job made it through that awful time that happened. He had to go through that awful things that happened to him. He made it through. And the Bible tells us that in, in Job 41, that God blessed Job more in his latter days than in his beginning. You know, Job questioned God pretty hard in the midst of all that. But God understood. He knew he was human. He knew he was hurting. He understood and he restored him anyway. Because throughout Job's questioning, he never turned away from God and he kept his faith. Here's the most important thing that I can share with you. And the only thing that will make this all okay for you. A home in heaven is not a guarantee for us adults. We live in a world of sin. Romans 3.23 makes it clear that we have all sinned. And then later in Romans 6.23, the word says that sin has a payday. And that payday is death. And death is a separation from God. But the last part of that verse tells us that God has made available to us a gift from him, and it is eternal life. It is a gift, and it is free. But you must seek his truth and live according to his will to make that gift yours. Back at the beginning of Romans 6, we read about how we can get out of that sin and get it off of us. That whole chapter talks about it. We can't be with God if we are in sin. And when I say in sin, I mean living in a life of sin. Not that we make mistakes. Of course we make mistakes. The Bible tells us that as well. Anybody who says that they're without sin lies. But we can't live away from God's will habitually and be with him. You know, this whole podcast episode, it's not really about God's salvation exactly, except that it is, because it is the one guarantee. The entirety of the Bible is about God's plan of salvation for us so that we all have the opportunity to be in heaven. Now, that alone is reason enough to dig in and study to show yourself approved and to get intimate with God's word, like we read about in 2 Timothy 2.15, so that we can understand his word for ourselves and rightly divide it, which basically means that you're interpreting it correctly based on how he inspired it to be written, not what we want to say or want it to say, but what he put into these words, what he meant. But if that is not enough, we also know that life is uncertain. That baby that you want so badly is not in sin. That baby is pure and innocent. If anything happens that that baby's heart stops, that baby will go to heaven. That baby is a, has a soul And it will go to heaven and live eternally because it's not in sin. I know that your heart hurts even thinking about that possibility, but you know it is possible. So use that possibility and that longing in your heart 
to draw you nearer to God and deeper into the entirety of his word. His word is where you find his will and nowhere else. Nowhere. It is all there for you. I encourage you, especially in these moments of worry and fear and doubt, where you just need something to rely on that's a guarantee. I encourage you to study his word. If you don't know where to start, please email me. I'm about to start another year-long digging deep study in September, and I'd love for you to study with me. So now's a great time to jump in to learn more about him if you don't know where to start. And if you're not sure about your salvation, email me. Please email me. I am here to help you draw nearer to him. And I thank God for the ability to talk to you in your earbuds today and plant this seed of hope. If you think that you're saved, that's wonderful. But I would encourage you to continue studying to make sure. Because we live in a world of people who are selling you a plan of salvation that's not found in his word. So as we read in Philippians 2 verse 12, Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Fear and trembling because you don't want to get this wrong. You don't want to live your whole life and be one of the ones that's mentioned that says, Lord, Lord, we did all these things in your name. And he ends up saying, depart from me. I know you not. Those verses alone tell us that there's going to be some people who really genuinely think they're right, who might not be. But that's not to be without hope. Because again, you have the word at your fingertips and you can study it for yourself and you can get help if you don't understand. But just make sure that what you did to be saved is in his word. Find it. If it's not there, if you can't find what you did to be saved, you can't assume that you are. God does the saving and he has shown us in his word where that salvation lies and how you can have it. In a world of no guarantees, where the testing, the screening, the technology, none of that's a guarantee. But you can know for sure his will and you can know for sure that you are living according to it and you can know for sure if you are saved by his word. And I would be honored to help you if you need some assurance or if you need to know where to start, just email me. But this all matters because that baby that we've been talking about all through here, that baby is not guaranteed to ever be in your arms. Now, statistically speaking, it probably will be because most babies do come all the way through pregnancy and are born and everything ends up being okay. But the miscarriage rates and the stillbirth rates tell us that some don't. The reason I'm emphasizing so much your salvation and being sure of it 
is because if something happens to that baby, there's still hope that you will be with it eternally someday. The loss that we might feel here on this earth can draw us nearer to him, to where we want him so badly. We want to be with him so badly. And sometimes that desire, that, that draw comes through some of the hardest losses. I want to close with this. The joy that we can have, no matter our trials here, no matter the uncertainties or the hurts that we have to go through, no matter if you lose a baby or several babies, or if you never lose a baby, you will go through some trials and you will go through uncertainties. And there are no guarantees in this world. But remember this from 1 Peter chapter 1. In this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials, that the genuineness of your faith, being much more precious than gold, that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ, whom, having not seen, you love. Though now you do not see him, yet believing, you rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, the salvation of your souls. There is no joy greater than that. I want you to embrace the joy of pregnancy, embrace the joy of that baby that's in your tummy, but also embrace the joy of having eternal life in heaven with your Father, who is the only one that can give you any guarantees. I know this has been a little hard to think through. I know this has been a little tough, maybe not as fun as some of the other episodes. I know. But sometimes we have to go through some tough thoughts and some tough considerations to get us where we need to be. Mama, I'm so thankful for you. I'm so glad that you're here. I'm so thankful that God brought you to this podcast. And I just want you to know that I'm here. If you need help, shoot me an email. I'll do whatever I can because there is nothing more important than making sure me and you get to hang out in heaven together someday. Have a great day and I look forward to seeing you back here next week. Real quick, if today's episode blessed you in any way, would you head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a quick five-star written review? It'll take you less than a minute, but it's the best thank you you can give me. And it will help my show to reach more mamas just like you so we can all find God's best for our families. I'll see you right back here in a few days.